Oh, hello everyone. So, welcome to episode 30, episode 37, I believe, of Tetarik with Walid. And today we will have a new entry or a new entrant to the political scene in Singapore. Her name is uh, Jess Chua and she is the head of the youth wing of the Progress Singapore Party. And we will be discussing all PSP-related uh, stuff. And uh, feel free to type in your questions. And no, we will not be discussing Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, I would love to, but that's beyond the, the scope of uh, today's discussion. Okay, so uh, uh, feel free to type uh, your questions in and we'll take as many as possible as always. Hello. Hi, Jess. Hello. Hi, you you can Hi. hear me well. Yes, I can hear you. Can hear me well. Okay, nice. Yes, nice to meet you. Uh, Thanks for having me online. on your show. no, no, no. It's uh, the pleasure is mine. So, so maybe you wanna tell us a little bit more about yourself first, Jen. Well, I I heard your introduction. Yes, I'm the head of the youth wing of the Progress Singapore Party, and I joined the party in 2019, and have been active since. Um, even the UNG. So before this, before I joined the PSP, I was not in any political party and I also wasn't so politically aware. So I was quite an ordinary Singaporean, uh, just doing my life, living my life and um, enjoying my life. <laughs> yes. So now you're not enjoying anymore. <laughs> now I'm enjoying, but not just uh, focusing on myself, you know, doing a little bit more for the country, for the people and then being out there. Yeah, I was right, not so right. in the public sphere. Right, right, and I, <clears throat> I always say this, but uh, you know, uh, it's worth repeating because uh, I think I genuinely believe I have a lot of respect for people who put themselves out there, like in political uh, positions. You know, so from the PAP and from the opposition, and especially for the opposition because there's more scrutiny, right? Uh, but also yeah. from the PAP because it's not easy to do this. It's something I could never do. So, so a lot of respect for people like you. Uh, Indeed, so, after I joined, I also have a lot of respect for people who do this. In fact, even from the PAP, I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, so it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. And I think one of the myths is, I mean, a, a lot of people have a lot of criticisms about the PAP, right? And uh, I think one of the things that you cannot criticize them for is uh, they don't work hard. Like Because I really think a lot of, uh, I mean, every every PAP MP works hard. And, you know, I think most most opposite, not all opposition candidates, some, some opposition candidates, right? Like the one contesting in my GRC, I did, never saw them. Never saw them. To, until, I will not ask which Yasi you are from. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you. I'm from Tampines. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, it's not PSP. Don't worry. Yeah. So, no, no. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like... a lot of respect for people who put themselves out there. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you, Jess, why? So, you already talked about that. As in, uh, now you are doing something. It's sort of a higher calling, right? So, why politics? I mean, I'm sure you can serve the country in other ways, right? So, Two questions here. So first is why politics and why the PSP of all parties? Yeah, why politics? Um, well, I think my political awakening um, started in 2011. And that was the first time that I really had to um, inform myself to, so that I can vote. And that was the presidential election. Because I am from the GRC where um, well, ever since I was of the voting age, that didn't really require me to vote. Well, it Tanjung was not Paga or...? 
No, 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 oh, another no. one. Okay. It's like I own, I only answer you one last chance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let me and think first. Yeah. Okay. Think you can. Okay. Yeah. Anytime. Um. And so I didn't really have to uh, be so aware of what's going on. I thought right. So 2011 was the presidential election, and then I had to make a choice. So I read up on the on the candidates, and then I realized, oh, there's a lot of people running for the uh, presidential election. Right, I said, okay, and uh, this guy and this guy, well, no surprise, you might make an informed guess who he was that I supported. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, why well, his surname was Dan, okay? <laughs> wow, that narrows it down. Mm-hmm. 25% of getting it yeah. right. right? Uh, yeah. Well, I'll give you another guess, he, he didn't win, okay? Uh, but yeah, he I mean, lost a very slight margin. He's a, he's and, a doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think that was it when I realized that oh, oh, that's actually quite a a, a good strategy to to divide the votes. Um, and, and that was then I realized oh, there is really some politics and strategy going on. Then and I thought never mind. Okay, so he didn't win. I said, well, next time, next time we can vote again in six years time. Uh, so 2017 happened. And you also pretty much, oh yeah, you must know what happened. And I also didn't get to vote. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that was then that, I mean, that was the straw that broke the canvas back. And I thought, wow, this is not happening in a democratic society. I, I knew we were not that democratic. All right? But there was only, I mean, up to a point, I thought it, it got kind of ridiculous. Then, then I thought it was quite a slap in our faces. And um, I thought, well, it's time to get involved. Um, and in fact, what was quite funny was that I, I googled up how to set up your own political party. Oh, oh, you did! Wow. <laughs> I I googled, right? I wow. Mean, <laughs> a very conscientious googler. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then it turned out to be very difficult. Uh, and I was just, you know, let's just pray that somebody who's of the right caliber and experience come along and and form a political party so that I can join that. Uh, and then the the next year. Uh, the year after that, I think two years after that, then it happened. I said, oh, my prayer worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> they say don't so, mix faith and religion, right? But, uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So, so okay. So, uh, so evidently God hurt you, right? Uh, but, but why? I'm sure why... I was not the only one praying. <laughs> yeah. So why... Uh, do you think that a new party was needed amongst the existing opposition parties? You don't think, uh, you you didn't think the WP or the SDP was credible enough. Mm, I I don't think it was that. I for me the, for, mm, I think a lot of us benefited from the existing system, right? And um, we we kind of all saw the good points of uh of PAP and kind of think that that worked. So I think Dr. Tan's entry really changed and, um, and we realized like, okay, uh, he also came from the system. And obviously for him at his age, to, to make that, uh, to step out, it, it says a lot. And that kind of resonated with what we also thought was happening and, and why we also felt that, oh, I think I need to make a change as well. I need to do something. Um, right. And I, I think that was really it. Uh, and of course, with Dr. Tan, he, you know, he's not just somebody who was from the incumbent, but also somebody who is very like, compassionate. And the message about progressing with compassion res- resonated with us. Because it was getting to the point, I think it was so much about 
uh, earning more money. It was about right. your, uh, your status. It was about getting a grade. Uh, it was about right. getting a house. Uh, you know, upgrade from a HDB to a condo to a house, and um, and we start to find ourselves being like digits. So I think right. the the message of compassion resonated, and that's why we are a lot of us came out. And and also since I joined the party, I met a lot of people um, of the like like minded people, who who also was not uh, were not involved in politics. Uh, we're really just minding their own businesses, right? And right. it came up because of this same reason, and yeah, and that kind of proved, I mean, showed me that I was on the right track and I wasn't alone. Right, right. So, so Jess, Jess, and I are roughly of the same age. I think only one or one or two years difference, probably. And and yeah, so I think you're younger, never... right? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <I think. laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, but but you already knew that, right? There's no way I look younger. So. <laughs> yeah, so I I think I'm a year younger than you, probably. Yeah, but in any case, so uh, 2011 was an important year for us, right? So 2011, I mean, and I I I really uh, feel for the younger ones who voted for the first time in this election because they didn't get the full experience of an election. And 2011, if you remember the GE, I mean the the rallies and just the the atmosphere, it was wild, right? I mean wild by Singapore standards, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I remember then, sitting in yeah. front of my TV, really touched, even though I I did not vote in that constituency that you know uh, they were right. on. But yeah. I was so I think I was really uh, emotional about it. Like wow, um, thank goodness for the people in Arjunit. Um, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they were brave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but but you are braver for uh, putting yourself out there. So, uh, so you already answered why uh why politics and why PSP, right? So how has the PSP done so far? So Z has a question which uh is a bit similar to my question that I want to ask later as well. But uh, the second one, how has the PAP done so far? You think so as an organization, but also in parliament? Yeah. Uh. As a three-year-old organization, and we just passed the mark of three-year-old like a couple of days ago, um, I think we have done very well. I would compare it to being a, a startup, right? Uh, the initial part was uh, always people are excited about that, and then we were we needed to get resources. You know, we welcome everyone, and we had to make an impact because we didn't know when the election was going to take place. So, uh, and we thought, okay, maybe a snack election will happen. So we need people on the ground. We need people to be the EAs. We need people to be knocking on the door. We need people to do the communication, social media. Uh, and then came COVID. So that, that really threw things off. Um, so I think we have done well in, in the parliament as well. Yeah, um, I admire Hazel and Manwai being there in a, very, in a rather unfortunate and unfortunately hostile environment. Um, really, they show greed, perseverance, and resilience, which I think is what uh, a lot of Singaporeans can, can aspire to have because life in general um, may be quite comfortable in a first world country like ours, but when you are put out there in adversity, uh, that's when the, it shows your colors and and composure, yeah, you know, you need to be composure, uh, composed, but it's not always easy. And mm. do not forget, it's the only since like two years ago, uh, since the last GE that we had a live parliamentary session. 
right? right. And so it's quite easy for us in hindsight to be viewing from our screens, uh, behind the screens and say that, oh yeah, the person she has spoken this way, not eloquent enough, she has said that, we talk right. like this. Um, yeah, that's easy if, if you are the one, uh, if you are behind the screen, but if you're out there faced with uh, like 90% of the, the other side, I think uh, I really admire, I, I admire that, that courage that, that greets yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think uh, Manwai has become sort of an easy target, right? Uh, it's an easy target amongst uh, many segments of the populace. Uh, uh, and I think, I mean, Manwai was one of the first people who came on this show. Uh, so, and I've, I met him. <clears throat> I like him. I think he's very unassuming. He's very humble. Uh, and uh, I do think uh, part of the criticisms towards Manwai does it does come from a very elitist place, right? So, you know, he's not as eloquent as the other ministers, you know, his accent is too Singapore, whatever it is. Like, so I think it's it's a bit unfair. So that that strand of criticisms, I think is, is a bit unfair. Now, having said that, then moving on to perhaps more contentious issues, right? I think a couple, I think Arvin also asked, right? So uh, the, P- the PSP has been uh, charged and especially Manwai. Manwai sort of, sort of, personifies this where PS, PSP is seen as a populist uh, and, and anti-immigration, anti-immigrant, uh, even xenophobic uh, party, right? So I, I do not think that Manwai is a racist or xenophobe. I do not think that. Uh, some people have charged that, but I personally do not think that. But I do sometimes feel uncomfortable as well, you know, at, at some of the rhetoric that uh, that uh, he is and is a PSP, right? So is a PSP that is uh, putting this up through him, of course. So how would you respond to that? Like the the charge that PSP is anti-immigrant or anti-immigration. Yep. So first, I would say very uh, without any doubt that we are pro Singapore and we are pro Singaporeans. So what we do, we are very active on the ground and then we listen to people. And then uh, the ground sentiments, uh, we picked it up and we raised some questions, some very inconvenient questions, some questions that maybe the ruling party does not want to answer because they, the issues and topics might have been their own doing because of policies put in place uh, decades ago. Policies that might at that time, like 50 years ago during nation building, might have helped us uh, move forward, progress really quickly, get to where we were and where we are, but might no longer be relevant in today's context. Um, I think politics is about people and people have evolved. So the politics, the policies have to evolve as well. So when we pick up the sentiments and raise the issues in the parliament, I think some of the accusations, um, we can, I don't think you can deny that some of them are political driven. And that we, even though our intention was right, but how it got uh, put out in the newspapers and how the words turned around against us was something quite beyond our control. Maybe we could have been savvier. Uh, I think more seasoned politicians maybe could have avoided some of these uh, traps. But I would say without a single doubt that uh, 
we are not we are definitely not xenophobic and to think about it we are a land of immigrants our, our forefathers and our, our some of our parents grandparents uh, they are from other countries right they're not from they're not originally singaporean so it, it's kind of shooting ourselves in the fruit if we were to be anti-immigrant but what we want to learn then is what's good for singapore at this point of our development and that's always at the heart of our policies and the messages we put out is Singaporeans first. It could be different at a different point, how we execute it, the policy will have changed. I think a policy that is valid today might not be as valid in 10 years time. And I don't think um, any responsible party should uh, be adamant that we will not change that stance. Right? right. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree with much of what you said, right? So definitely uh, the, some of the criticisms that come from uh, whether it's a PAP or other parties, I mean, it's politically driven. Of course it is because it's a political issue, right? So every criticism or every praise is political, right? And of course the media will always play things up in a particular way, right? So I think that much is established and, you know, you are preaching to the choir, right? Uh, but but even as someone who has a health healthy skepticism of the mainstream media like myself, right? When I look at the PS, so no, you are right. You are right that what you are saying is probably what a lot of people, even in my own family, I understand I'm an outlier. That a lot of people actually do agree with uh, with the PSP stance, right? But but don't you think that parties also have it's not just about reflecting ground sentiments. There's also a moral responsibility, right, to lead. And, you know, I, I agree also with what Manwai said, like, criticisms of Sika should not, it should be fair game. It should not be seen as, oh, the counter cannot be, oh, it's racism. It's racist to criticize Sika because Sika is a policy. It's xenophobic to criticize Sika. But at the same time, don't you think that... Uh, criticisms of seeker and sometimes the line is not that clear between the policy and the racism uh, and then a lot Manwai may not mean it and PSP may not mean it but then it becomes fodder for xenophobes and for racists to use against against people who look like me basically right it's against the Indian looking people right uh, so whether it's Singaporeans or uh, new Singaporeans or even just uh, PRs or just Indians working here, right? So don't you think there is something there? Yeah. I would say um, the jobs debate or the call, um, we were really going for protect jobs for Singaporeans, especially the PMET. Um, as for the, 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 area, the part where it became like the xenophobia, I think this is where education and conversations really candid conversations need to take place because you cannot kick the can down the road forever. The, 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 popula the population needs to be educated. But if you keep avoiding this topic, very sensitive, no doubt. And I think different generations um, deal with it quite differently and have different appetite uh, for how open you want to, you can be on this topic. But it is a topic that is due and I do feel that it has been always been too, too, uh, too sensitive. Don't talk about it. 
And that's how people end up being uh, xenophobic, being racist. So it is something that the youth wing actually focused on, even though I did not name it during when I took over. Because also, I was so very sensitive, right? But racism, this, this needs education, this needs conversa open conversation, candid. And if not, whenever you have another topic, it, it can always be spun into some racist topic right. when it actually was about job. It was about jobs right, right. for secrets. <clears throat> Right, I understand. So I understand. find that, yeah. yes, maybe, um, unfortunately, uh, the xenophobes maybe took took uh, opportunity uh, to express their, their xenophobia. But would I say that uh, we were wrong to address the jobs debate? I, I don't think so. I think it was, at the heart, it was for Singaporeans, regardless of race, language, or religion, Singaporeans. It was not about, I want to protect the jobs of Chinese Singaporeans, Malay Singaporeans, right? It was about Singaporeans, but it got spun, right? That, right. And and the, the solution is not to stop talking about this. The solution is to actually shine light, shed light on this, right? It chase the darkness away. We need to talk about racism. It is real. Right. Oh, so uh, thank you, uh, thank you for. I I thought that was an honest answer and. Um, I think you didn't shy away from from your party's position, right? And um, I appreciated that. I appreciated the fact that you you also acknowledge that uh, this can be taken advantage of by the xenophobes. But I also agree that, as you said, that that shouldn't stop us from debating issues, right? I think any policy is fair game, right? Uh, but so I do agree with you. I think it's fair to, to counter that. But then since you realize that this can also be fodder for the xenophobes and racists, then what is PSP, uh, PSP's responsibility in countering that? So, so I, think, I think PSP has a right and responsibility to raise objections to Sika and so on. But then how do you also, other than the policy part, the social aspect, how do you... Uh, what do you do to to play a part in countering xenophobia and racism? Um, the youth thing will play a part, a, a crucial role in this, uh, because I think we could agree that uh, the youth has uh, a greater appetite to discuss this, and maybe we because we are not burdened with the the riots from the nineteen sixties, um, even though we you know knowledge that. That, that happened and, and that was that's valid concern really but you know we grew up a lot of us grew up in a very diverse neighborhood now we have friends um, of different ethnicity right of different people who who joined i mean who were not singaporeans in singapore but they became singaporeans so the new citizens who are by now no longer that new right so we we are a diverse bunch of people and this is where i think the young singaporeans can play a major role in that because then uh, you can talk about it. You have grown up with these people, and then there's a, it's a safe environment because there's trust. And I, I think that's really the well, is, most is the older generation beyond hope, or why do you say only? Uh, the, yeah. Well, I don't want to say anything about that. Uh, you know, I, I I want I don't want to judge them. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they're beyond hope. Also, right? I think they they should partake in this conversation as well, right? But I, yeah. I do think that um, maybe a lot we of them are, are subconscious. 
Yeah, right, they, right. They, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of like forcing them to really uh, confront this truth, like, you know, telling that you are, you are being racist in this remark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, the casual racism, that the, the un, right. unintentional racism. In fact, I, I don't think we need to push too hard because it gets really uncomfortable and there's no, yeah. you're not going to get a consensus. And maybe sometimes it's not necessary to always be right. All right, but we need to talk about it. Right. Uh, and that's where the, the youth can take charge. We can change this right. together. We need to stay united as a people. Right? We are Singaporeans. We are, we are not Chinese Singaporeans, Malay Singaporeans. Why is this? We are Singaporeans first. Right. Yeah. Thank you. So I really look forward to, uh, to the youth wing uh, doing, uh, doing this as well. I mean, adopting this as one of the causes because I do agree with you. Oh, by the way, also youth is also quite relative, right? Because uh, compared yeah, to Dr. Tan, yeah, we, <laughs> we are very young. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> but a lot of people will call us, will call us boomers, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Younger, younger folks, <laughs> yes, they do. I'm technically they still Malaysian. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am as well. Yeah, but it's just that for them, anybody I, older is boomer. Yeah, but anyway. So what kind uh, of people oh, have also, you been hanging out with? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are here in the comments. You know, my students. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> so um, I I I I just wanted to leave it at that. I think that was a good discussion. But uh, just one uh, one addendum, perhaps. Uh, so yes, we are a land of immigrants, but the Malays are indigenous, right? So. So I, I, my ancestors are immigrants as well, but the Malays are indigenous and they are constitutionally recognized as indigenous as well. Uh, so let's move on to your pet causes that you have talked about and you talked about the moment you, you assumed uh, the, the leadership position, right? Uh, which, is, which are mental health and environment, right? And what is it that the PAP is not doing or Singapore is not doing now that you propose we do? with regard to mental health and environment? Yeah, so the youth wings and the youth in the party have, um, we have organized a few seminars and webinars and uh, conversations around the topic of mental health. And of course, we also have Dr. An Yongguan, who's a psychiatrist, and, and that really helped. So we are very much into engaging uh, youth on this because well, I will admit I don't have any expertise in this. But I have the interest and to make this better for for Singaporeans. So through these conversations, and I'm, I'm still learning as uh, as time goes by. That one of the things that um, struck me the most was that uh, financial, like the financial cost of seeking getting treatment and uh, seeing a psychiatrist is very high. Very high. So if you are not from a, they're not pretty well to do. Um, you know, paying over a hundred dollars for each treatment or each time you visit a psychiatrist is unsustainable, right? And so most people, when that happens, they they avoid seeing uh, seeking treatment because it is too costly. And and of course, without treatment, without in early intervention, it, it has a likelihood to get worse. So what I would propose is that mental health um, care be part of the general care. So whatever, it must, it should be regarded as something like if I can see a doctor and get a subsidy for, um, for know, whether you get a, a day surgery or uh, chronic illness, then mental health should be part of it too. 
Mm. Or whatever you can use your CPF. Uh, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be part of it. And insurance as well. I know I've, yeah. um, I think since this pandemic, I've seen some insurance policies that actually cover mental health. Yeah. So I think this should be then the standard instead of right. right, right. So this right. is one part I feel that it can be improved on. So okay. Obviously, the social stigma is, is another thing that prevents people uh, from coming forward to seek. And, and this is something that, convers- again, conversations, education, awareness can help. And I've seen also, um, especially since COVID, that more has been done and there are more conversations. I see webinars, uh, I see TikTok videos, we, have, we also have done. Yeah, so there's, the, there's a question here. Do you think the PSP is being too casual in their approach to engage the youth, i.e. doing TikTok trends? So this is by <laughs> Anshi and then... <laughs> Are we too casual? Well, I think it depends on the people that we, the target audience. I don't think I don't know if this question came from a youth or a... yeah 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 she's she's a very young person yeah twenty one ish yeah yeah not not so casual maybe maybe she does, doesn't <laughs> like casual stuff but you know not every youth like things casual right <laughs> some youth can be very serious too uh, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. some some uh, seniors can be quite casual too so it depends on the individual I think and um the fact that we have gotten quite positive feedback and views and and some of our TikTok videos have also gone viral. I think that's um, in itself is it say something. Um, so it really depends on the target audience. Of course, I, I don't think we can please everybody, and that's yeah, also yeah. not something um, that we aspire to do. But we try. To, the thing is, we try to reach out to the people, right? And right. and we try different means. I mean, I think of, for one thing, if you can, if you fought PSP for everything being too casual, being, yeah, I think yeah, you can yeah. afford us for our effort. And right. this, you cannot afford the PSP. And, and really, uh, you know, we, the people behind these uh, videos, behind this social media outreach, they're young people. And people who are, who are not political gurus or uh, not in politics for a long time, they are just people who are just trying to do something for the country, do, the, do it through PSP. And, and, and we all volunteers. So and that I got to give to them. I really appreciate them for that. Yeah. yeah, and the one thing is that you know our mental health TikTok videos, the one that um, from Dr. Anyong Guan has gotten million of view, millions of views during oh, wow. COVID. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Go check it out. That's <laughs> go check oh. it out. Yeah. So I think that they say something, and I hope I believe that it benefited some people. In fact, I mean, we also got from yeah they they. Oh. You know they were asking questions. And they were also thanking them for these videos. You don't know, but maybe some of these videos may come across as too casual or silly to some. Might have helped that one person at the, at the moment of time. And, and that's good enough for us. Right, right. So, so I, I, I get that. And I think uh, as a political party, I definitely understand that. There's no way you can run away from TikTok and, and do all these videos. But just personally, as someone of the same age as myself right personally how do you feel about tiktok videos <laughs> how do i feel about it <laughs> well well I, I think it's fun <laughs> i am not oh, really I mean, you I'm, think so okay i think yeah. i mean I, I make a couple of videos and um i'm not a natural in it huh? i have so many party members who are so much more natural in it and i'm just not one of them but they coach me and i'm learning so okay. so i think that's fine okay. i mean the end results are quite uh Quite, quite funny. <laughs> At least. Okay, okay. I'll check and, out and, your 
of getting cancelled, right? Of of saying the wrong thing. I think this probably younger people they tend to have this fear and then they start self censoring. I don't know if older people self censor because of the government, younger people self censor because of their peers. I mean, not that older people do not self censor because of their peers and younger people do not self censor because of the government, right? So both exist. I'm just saying it's more of of that. So do you think uh, youths are as bold as you say? <laughs> I believe so, and I think really? that's why I'm hitting a youth mate. Yes, I I have um I believe in our youth, and I'm very encouraged by the number of uh, you young people who have come forward to to help in PSP. I mean, I mean, being political involved is not the most natural thing to do yeah, yeah. in a place in like Singapore, Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not. Yeah. yeah, and and they speak up. They they. Do things, they contribute, even if they cannot show their face, and that shows there's still some fear, right? That, that's yeah, undeniable. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not pretending that youths are fearless and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But still, they they want to help out, and, and I, I definitely think that our youth of today are more active politically than the past generation. And yes, I mean being cancelled is one thing, but I guess if you have your support group or in the like. In a community of like-minded people, the strength will get multiplied, right? You, the courage will be multiplied, and um, that's why I also think that you know we are also taking part in the ground ops and the walkabout, the meeting other people out there. I remember once uh, I was out there knocking on doors in and in Chachukang area, and then this young eighteen-year-old girl, I think she looks like eighteen, and then she came up. <laughs> Quite, you know, quite hesitant, a bit shy, and then like, um, no, uh, how do I? What do you guys do? She knows that we are from PSP, but she was a bit, uh, you know, shy about it. But she did come up. She took the courage. I mean, she had the courage to come up and say that. What do you guys do? To say, okay, then I got in touch. So, um, that was really encouraging. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, um, so I I believe in the youth as well. So I think definitely the youths today are more. They understand uh, social justice, racial justice, uh, and gender, and so on uh, more than previous generations, right? But I do feel that this this fear of uh, getting cancelled is more and more uh, pronounced. I think, and and you can't blame them. I mean, I think it's a matter media, of time. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a matter of time before I, I get cancelled as well. Or there will be a cancellation attempt, right? And I think that's just. But part you can of... then join us. <laughs> You know, the funny thing is, um, yeah. it was something that I, I asked one of the youth, uh, youth members in, in the party. She, I asked them, why do you join? I asked everyone, right? So why do you join PSV? Right? Uh, then she said, yeah, because she, there's some cause that she wants to champion. Uh, she wants to help. Uh, and I said, so why don't you become an activist? And her answer was quite profound. She said, um, you know, I think here in the party, you actually get protection because you're in right. a political party. Because it's, it's an organization. There are people right. who have experience, who have resources, who have right. connections, maybe. And, and people who have been out there. And as a group, you are stronger together, right? Instead right. of you being alone out there by yourself. And she also gave me an example of, uh, like, if you are the fastest, okay, if you are the fastest runner in the world, but you're not in the Olympics. You know, the guy who's competing in the Olympics wouldn't care less about you because you're not in the running for the medal. You're not right. competing with him for the medal. 
and and that is how I think it makes a difference between being an activist, uh, being a in a civil society, and right. being in the political party. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, I I think that's that's true. Definitely, you get uh more, uh more protection. Uh, but it's okay. I will have to turn down. I would have to turn down the invitation. Don't but let's see. Okay, when open. I when. <laughs> Let's see when I really, really get cancelled. What what happens, right? <laughs> so, uh, so Jess, where are you looking at contesting in the next election? I know, I know. You the first instinct is to give a politically correct answer. Right? Well, it depends on where the party wants to fill me. And okay, I get all of that. <laughs> But where do you want to contest? What is your preference? Just assuming that I am going to contest, or I want. Well, to. I assume you want to contest, right? Otherwise, why would you be in the youth wing, right? You'll be an activist. You'll do. You'll do Instagram lives, right? If you don't want to contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say that uh, we have been active as a party in in West Coast, in Chachukang, in Nisun, and um, we are also looking at other places, nowhere there is a void to be filled. Oh, um, interesting. Yes. So we want to first really understand the ground, and then to reach out to people. I think that that's the most uh, first and foremost on, on the top of our mind. Okay. Wow. So that's a that's a very so throughout the session, right? You've been very upfront, but now you're sounding like a politician already. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm growing. I'm growing and learning growing at the, the you know, on the go. <laughs> Okay, okay, fair enough. And I think it's too too early, also, right, for us to uh, for you to is, answer is, that is, question. Is, yeah, I mean, so many things can happen in the next three years, right? But I guess we we still have some time. So I wanted to ask uh, also about this this uh, not strategy and not not a coalition, but I guess it's coordination. To use Dr. Elvin Ong's uh, words or phrase that. Uh, the PSP and the WP, even without formally coordinating, uh, formally uh, ally, aligning with each other, they still coordinate, right? So the WP will go for the east, and then the PSP and SDP will go for the western and northern areas more. Uh, so do you see that trend continuing, and that is healthy? Because you yourself talked about the dangers of uh, three cornered fights or four cornered fights early, early on at this. Uh, in this session, although what I would say is 2011, I think Singaporean voters have learned from 2011. Right? Without Tan Jisi, for sure, we would have President President Tan Cheng Bok, 100%, 100%. Because the people who voted for Tan Jisi, there's no way they would have voted for Tony Tan. They would have voted for Tan Cheng Bok, right? Tan Kilian, I'm not sure that 4.9%. I don't know how to explain that. Uh, but well, we just needed actually seven thousand votes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, those those people can still could have been PAP supporters as well, right? But the Tanji say for sure they were not Tony Tan or PAP supporters, right? So, I think we will know. Uh, we will know. Uh, uh, as in Singaporeans already know that three cornered fights are harmful. So I'm talking about opposition supporters. So I'm not. I'm never particularly worried about. Three or four cornered fights because if you want democracy, that's that's fine as well, right? Uh, but uh, do you see uh, this coordination continuing? This east versus west. Mm, I do think that uh, it will be uh, detrimental if we do not recognize 
that uh, this is the way you should go, right? And if you still end up with uh, some pre-corner fights, that's that's pretty unfortunate. And I would understand if then the Singaporeans are frustrated at, at this. So uh, personal feeling and uh, is that I, I think there will be some unspoken coordination, uh, like consciously, subconscious coordination. Right. So there's a comment uh, here by Zaja. Why ask about this? Ask PAP about gerrymandering. Well, I have Jess here, so I cannot ask the PAP about gerrymandering now. So uh, so yeah, but definitely if I have uh, them on, I would ask them uh, as well about... I mean, when I, uh, when I had Professor Tembaya on as well, I was asking him how he felt, whether... Uh, boundaries would be redrawn and so on. Uh, but in any case, yeah, so uh, what are your immediate plans in the next uh, six to six months to one year? What are the what is the youth wing's uh, immediate plans, or what are yeah. their immediate plans? Yeah. Well, the first thing is to to and it's a continuous effort to engage uh, the young, the youth, and in, in the party as well as uh, outside the party. I think one of the main challenges, uh, a very um, practical one is that, you know, we are at the age where we are building our careers, we are building our families, we are paying the bills, we, are, we have our work life, then we have the private life, and then there's the political life. So it's a lot of uh, balancing act. Um, and, and so engagement is important. When, when people are engaged, they will go an extra mile, right? So it's not just because you are uh, a member of the party already, I can just leave you behind and just assume that you will work and you will contribute. So continuous engagement is important. And of course, then we want to recruit uh, more young people to reach out to them because I know that uh, a lot of people out there, they are curious. You know, when, I, when my friends first knew that I, I joined a political party, they are like, oh. So, some of them are like, oh, it's about time. But like, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you knew okay. something. You knew something I didn't because I was, I was never, I mean, I have always been a little bit outspoken, but I've never been like actively looking to join a political party. Um, uh, so I think there are a lot of people out there. And then since then, friends also have reached out to me and they are interested to know more about what I do and what is it right. like, how much commitment, how much time you need to contribute. Because, and, and I think when you get questions like, how much commitment does it take? And I feel very hesitant because then these people are serious about committing. Right? right, they want to know they can commit before they, right. they sign up to be a member. So they don't want to just sign up and in the name you are PSP member, but you don't do anything. Yeah. Um. So it it means that people are seriously thinking about it, and I'm I take joy when to, to explain or to show them like okay, you can in fact join us as a volunteer if you are not sure how much you can commit or what kind of commitment um level is required. So um definitely engagement outreach is the is top priority. So that people know um, why 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 PSD is there. Uh, why are you doing guys? Why are you guys doing these sort of TikTok videos? Why 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 some of right. things look so silly? Um, but it's really because <laughs> we want to reach out to people. Oh, we know. I mean, we are not uh, we are not blind to our flaws no, and, or anything, the criticism. Right? Anything on TikTok is is uh, largely. I mean, it veers a bit. I mean, at the very least, it'll be some some form of silliness, right? But. But I've, I've, I'm, I'm not on TikTok. I mean, I was almost. You should get uh, on. Oh, no, I thought you, you tried, <laughs> I right? Advised, your... No, 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 I didn't. Oh, oh yeah. Don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine did that video for me. Um, uh, but 
I've seen a couple of PSP uh, TikTok videos, uh, and believe me, they are not the worst when it comes to politicians. So I don't Thanks. think <laughs> we are not they are not the worst. There are, <laughs> the there are some politicians that do TikTok like. Like I, I, and I feel like oh my god, I feel embarrassed for them when I see them. Okay, uh, A for effort. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, perhaps, yeah. So, so there are a couple of comments here. So Steffi asked, uh, oh, asked Jess about Will and Chris. Uh, no, we are not going to talk about that. But if somebody wants to talk about that with me, uh, message me in the next hour, and then we'll go live at eleven p.m. or something. Okay, if you guys want to <laughs> talk about that. So, uh, Iggy has, uh. Uh, a very good question. So, in light of the Raisa Han scandal, do you think that this has negatively affected a young person's place in opposition parliamentary politics? So, uh, if I would, uh, if I could refine that question or add on to that question, right? Because I can imagine that now young uh, parties, especially opposition parties, would be far more reluctant uh, and far more calculative or calculated. Sorry, calculated when they want to choose a younger person, right? Uh, and especially the activist times, I think they would be far more hesitant. Do you, do you think that is true? Or do you think parties will not be affected by this? Mm, I think it's unrealistic to say that it will not be affected. Um, surely the, the sentiments uh, will be affected, but will it be affected in such an extent that they will vote the other way? I doubt so. I, I think as young people, uh, people make mistakes. I think if there's a party that tries to make you believe that uh, they are whiter than white and, uh, and perfect, you know, these are the biggest cons. Man. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. Pulling no punches, no. I see. So, so you really and, took, took but nobody uh, what is I perfect. said I, I think I don't need yeah, to pull punches on this because it's, it's a fact. Nobody is perfect. Yeah, yeah, right? it's true. It's true. I, I agree. And, I agree. and people yeah, make yeah. mistakes. But but the so, mistakes uh, are of different different levels of uh, yeah. seriousness, right? And yes, this one yes. is a particular serious one. Yeah, but people oh. are intelligent, right? I think Singaporeans, uh, we give them a bit too little credit, maybe, uh, at how discerning they can be. I, I think they are mm. reasonable and um, and discerning. So just because one person of the thing of a of a certain age, of a certain uh, propensity, um and support certain cause makes a mistake they're not going to say that everybody who has this profile um, right. will make the same mistake it is, it right. is stereotyping and we also right. know that there are plenty of examples of you know if you name me one person who makes a mistake I can name you 10 who didn't right so right. I think Singaporeans are, uh, are able to look beyond this of course in the immediate, the immediate effect I mean if the election was like happened last month right maybe the impact would be greater but over time, people can see that the, the work, uh, the sincerity uh, and the effort that is put in by the, the rest of the, of, the, of the team, it will, it should, then um, more than make up for the mistake. Right. And, so... and also, I think we need to be more forgiving and, and look beyond that. Because if you cannot move on, past that, then you will not progress as, as a people. Yeah, so, so on the part of the voters, I think I, think I agree with you. So uh, probably, um, and especially I think now public sentiment maybe has turned, uh, has turned against uh, the PAP probably, or at least not, not it has turned completely, but I guess 
in the initial stages, I thought like the WP lost a lot of goodwill among the people, and then they sort of recovered it uh, based on the COP proceedings, right? Because of the COP proceedings, rather. So that's on the part of the voters. I think the effect, uh, what what you mentioned, is true. I think people would be skeptical or hesitant about younger voters, but probably it won't be these uh, younger candidates. But it won't be deciding, right? But what about parties themselves? When would they be more reluctant to fill younger candidates in the first place? And younger, much but, younger than yourself as well. You know, like Raisa's age, like 20, 20 I, I'm plus. I'm not like. even that young. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are young, you are young, but younger. <laughs> younger. You're yeah. also young. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. uh, well, um, at least I feel that in, in PSP, um, I, don't, I don't feel that sentiment. Uh, you know, Dr. Tan, Francis, they are... They, they love young people. Um, you know, it's kind of a bit of an irony. In the beginning, we thought that, oh, we were just uh, making jokes at how PSP is uh, the old man's party, mm. right? But actually, once you are in the party uh, and you work with them, you actually pr appreciate that they are wise. They are a lot, there's a lot of wisdom. And there's a lot of experience um, among them. And really, I think they are among the most... Uh, they embrace young people and I have not it surprised me as well honestly I, I just thought that oh no <laughs> but then right. again they are just so encouraging um, of young people to do take up leadership roles they, right. if you want to contribute you are willing to contribute and you are able to contribute in this party you have no shortage of opportunities to step up um, and, and take up leadership roles to prove yourself um, to make things work um, to have a say in how things are run so I would say, genuine in, in PSP, I do not feel that the young people uh, have gotten a discredit from this episode. Right. Okay. So for PSP, this will not be uh, an issue or not too much of an issue. And, uh, you know, I've only met Dr. Tan once and it was for, for Tetari. Uh, yeah. And I did it at his house and such a warm person like it's so he's one of those that it's very easy to to like him immediately you know uh not not always right you see people like that, especially politicians like <laughs> a lot of times right it's very easy to dislike a politician the first time you see them but uh but he's he's the complete opposite like very very easy to fall in love with him uh, the first I think time this is really yeah. kind and he's really genuine i think Right, he's he's genuine. Like so, what you see is what you get, right? So, and I think people can sort of see through that, right? People can see when people are being insincere, or generally, I think people can see. So, final question from okay, final from the audience, and then I'll ask one light-hearted question. Okay, so Z asks, will PSP be fielding more young minority candidates? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Uh, but yeah, if you are interested, <laughs> please uh, contact me. <laughs> so Z, uh, you know how you to reach out to me. Yeah. Actually, this is a so, uh, outreach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, Z is uh, yeah, Z is not a minority, but uh, I guess she's okay. We asking, don't discriminate uh, against the non. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so come, minority, right? non minority. So so the door yeah, is open. Yeah, regardless of race, language, yes. or religion. Yes, really. yes. All right. So Jess, a uh, final question, like lighthearted one. So, uh, what, uh, who is your favorite PAP politician other than SM Taman? Because I want to um, end off on a reconciliatory note, right? So, and everybody will say SM Taman. So, who's your favorite? You haven't guessed where 
Where, which DRC? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, you was there a contest or? There was a contest, yeah. But you always felt that... Uh, there was no fight. Ang Mokyo? Jurong. I should have said Jurong, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, other than him, who is your favourite? <sighs> Can I say Lee Kuan Yew or he must be alive? <laughs> current, current one, current one, yeah. Oh, okay, let me think. Um, who is my favourite? That's tough. That's tough. But it, it, actually, you... Can I just say Taman? I mean, it's my favorite 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why, why Taman? Why Taman? Why, he's why was it so MP. hard to think of somebody else? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he's your MP. Right, right, right. So Taman Jurong. Yes. Okay, okay, right. So, but I mean, there are many people who do not like <laughs> their own MPs, right? <laughs> why? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is. He's definitely good, I think. And, and even. Even the way he speaks to people as well, right? He's another one, I think. Uh, it's very easy to fall in love with him. Yeah. All right, yep. Jess, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Well, I, I can, can I do a recruitment call again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, carry no. on, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, I want to thank you. Thank, thank you for, for doing this series of talks. And I have watched some of the interviews uh, and I really loved them. I, just, I had such a good laugh each time. Um, <laughs> okay. I really appreciate that. And it's education, huh? it, it's fun. And, you know, it's a little bit like what we are doing. Like politics, we work hard, but also have fun. Um, we have fun while doing that. And I think you are doing a great service for the people. This is, oh, you know, the civil education, political education, this is important. The civil society is, it, it's a little, unfortunately a bit lacking. Uh, yeah. But we work, we work towards it. I mean, we're still a na young nation. Um, right. So don't be too hard on ourselves. But yeah, you need to start and better start now than later. Right, definitely. And yeah, yes. so yeah. Uh, if you are free, we can go for a Tata rate. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I definitely want to. I definitely want to. And right. uh, yeah, you're right. I think politics is fun and we should have fun while all talking about politics as well, even though it's a serious topic, but we can always have fun as well. Uh, and I think the reason why, thank you for your kind words, the reason why I can do this series is because I am non-partisan and independent, right? So please don't try to recruit me. Otherwise, don't... <laughs> I would have to stop doing this series already. Okay, okay Jess, okay. that was that was such a lovely, lovely conversation. We took almost exactly one hour. So thank you so much for your time and we'll meet up in real life. Okay. All right. Great. Good night, everybody. Good night, Jess. Bye bye.